Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Explainers, your audio guide to everything you need to know about complex and compelling topics. I'm Lindsay Crowdwell, a contributor to TheWeek.com, and today I'd like to introduce you to one of the most prolific American lyricists you've probably never heard of. Her name was Fanny Crosby, though she was also known as the queen of gospel songwriters and the mother of modern congregational singing in America. During her long life, Fanny penned upwards of 9,000 hymns, the vast majority of which are all still sung in American churches. But that's not Fanny's whole story. Fanny was born Frances Jane Crosby in 1820 to a poor family near Brewster, New York. When she was just six weeks old, she came down with a bad cold and inflamed eyes. The family called upon a quack physician who treated her eyes with hot mustard poultices. The cold went away, but infant Fanny was left blind. It's unclear if the treatment in particular was to blame. Modern physicians say her blindness may have been congenital. Not long after, Fanny's father died and her mother went to work as a maid, leaving the children to be raised by their grandmother. Fanny's grandmother was a devout Christian, and she set out to make sure her granddaughter was as well-educated as possible. Part of that education involved a phrenologist, which is someone who can supposedly draw conclusions about a person from the size and shape of their head. This phrenologist declared Fanny to be a poet, and so she began writing poems and never really stopped. Here's one verse she penned when she was eight years old. Oh, what a happy child I am, although I cannot see. I am resolved that in this world, contented I will be. How many blessings I enjoy that other people don't. So weep or sigh because I'm blind, I cannot nor I won't. Her grandmother's strict faith was a driving force to young Fanny's life and education, and she reveled in it. By the time Fanny was 15 years old, she could recite 10 of the Bible's books from memory. She went on to enroll as a student at the New York Institution for the Blind, where she began her musical training she learned to play several instruments. Fanny ended up staying at the school for more than 30 years, first as a student and then as a teacher. After graduating and in addition to her teaching work, Fanny joined a group of lobbyists arguing for more and better education for the blind. She traveled frequently down to Washington, D.C., and she eventually was invited to address Congress. She was the first woman to address the U.S. Senate. For her historic moment, Fanny recited a patriotic poem. She would go on to give several addresses to Congress and also meet with notable politicians, generals, and several presidents. Fanny was particularly close with Grover Cleveland, who had worked as a secretary at her school. While working at the New York Institute for the Blind, Fanny met and eventually married a man named Alexander Van Alstine, whom Fanny called Van. Van insisted she keep using her maiden name when writing her songs and poems. Eventually, though, Fanny had written and published so many hymns under her own name that her publishers began to print the pieces under pseudonyms to diversify their offerings. Fanny's hymns would come to be published under as many as 200 different names. No matter the moniker, though, the hymns were used so widely in congregational singing in Methodist and other Protestant churches that Fanny Crosby was a household name in the 19th century. But Fanny wasn't limited to just religious works. She wrote several secular and popular tunes in her time. One pop song she wrote with George Frederick Root was called The Hazel Dell, and people went wild for it, buying out something like 200,000 copies of the sheet music. <laughs> Fanny
Fanny's extensive repertoire was bolstered by her speed. Poems and song lyrics just flowed from her. As one anecdote goes, the composer William Doan once appeared at Fanny's doorstep unannounced with a composition. Only, he had to leave almost immediately to catch a train. Doan played the tune for her once, and she came up with lyrics on the spot for the song Safe in the Arms of Jesus. The tune went on to become one of her most famous hymns. Although Fanny Crosby could write several hymns or pop songs per week, she never got rich off of it. At that time, composers were thought of as more important. As a lowly lyricist, Fanny was paid about a dollar or two per song. In her later years, Fanny spent much of her time with mission work. She helps the poor in New York's notorious Bowery neighborhood. In honor of her 85th birthday in 1905, churches around the world celebrated Fanny Crosby Day by singing her hymns. Fanny Crosby died at the age of 94 in 1915, and she's buried in Bridgeport, Connecticut. In 1975, she was inducted into the Gospel Music Hall of Fame. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Explainers. For more of the week's podcasts, including 7-Minute Opinions and This Week I Learned, go to theweek.com slash audio. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell your friends, or give us a rating or a review on iTunes. I'm Lindsay Crowdwell, and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>